0: Hello and welcome to this IBR Business Profile, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. In the 38th edition of our program, which aired during the third weekend of September 2020, we talked with Mike Chapman, co-owner with his wife Beverly of Culture House Books, now based in Newton. Mike Chapman is a Waterloo native who spent 35 years as a newspaper writer, editor, and publisher. He and his wife also founded Iowa History Journal Magazine, tying in with their joint love of history. Mike Chapman has written 31 books in his career, including the official biography of Ambassador and Iowa Governor Terry Branstead. And as I learned when we met in Waterloo on Wednesday, September 16th, writing and publishing books has come a long way in a relatively short time.
1: When I tell people about my first book called Two Guys Named Dan, which I wrote in 1974, two years after Dan Gable won the Olympics, and the other Dan is the great Dan Hodge from the University of Oklahoma, who was undefeated, three-time N.C.A. champ, and to this day is the only amateur wrestler ever to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. So I decide I come up with the idea of two guys named Dan. At the time, I'm sports editor in Fort Collins, Colorado. Well, I write the whole book on a typewriter, roll out the pages, take out my pen and make all kinds of adjustments and changes. Then my dear wife Beverly retypes the whole thing again, and then I make a second set of changes. The manuscript's supposed to be turned in to a company in Milwaukee after this one weekend when I'd agreed to be best man in a friend's wedding in Newton, Iowa, of all places. We have a Pinto station wagon. We're driving down the highway, Interstate 80, from Fort Collins to Newton, a 10-hour drive. I'm behind the wheel, and my wife is in the back seat with the typewriter on her lap, and the manuscript, pasted on the seat covers, turning the pages, retyping the book. Can you imagine? And I tell that story to my kids and other people, and they just look at me with this blank expression. So that's the process we had to go through back then, Jeff. And then when computers came in and I'd cut and copy and paste and move around, the whole process has just changed so much. So my last couple of books, we don't drive down the highway with Bev in the backseat retyping it.
0: And going back to 1974, that era, you would create a manuscript. You would send it to a publisher who would then have to typeset it on very proprietary machines. There might be photography, design, et cetera, but that was all done by hand because you're pasting things up literally for the daily newspaper the same way. You're doing everything by hand, cost a lot of money, took a long time, much quicker process now
1: with computers. Oh, immeasurably quicker. And Bev and I do all our own layout and design. Now, my 31 books, Jeff, Bev and I created a company called Culture House about 30 years ago. And we've actually published 17 books ourselves. And people say, why would you do that? Well, you have a lot better control of, for instance, one book uh, they said we could only, that I was going to sell to the University of Oklahoma Press, they said we could only use 15 pictures. And I said, well, I've got 60 pictures. This guy was a champion in so many different elements, and I don't think I can cut them back. And they said, well, it's a formula. It's our formula that works. So I said, I'm not going to do that. So I I didn't have the University of Oklahoma publish the book. We did it ourselves, and the book sold extremely well. And a lot of it was because we had 60 pictures in there. So you take a risk, but you control the process yourself. And then like I tell friends of mine, I have friends calling all the time who want to publish a book, and I said, the writing is the easy and fun part. The most difficult part by far is the marketing and the sales it's, it's, it's a tough grind. It really is. But it has
0: gotten better, again, with the Internet and with technology, because it used to be you'll put a box of books in the back of your car. For example, the more recent one, Stars in Waterloo, you would go to a speaking engagement in the city. You'd talk to people afterwards, sign books. That is a lot of fun to have the interaction with the audience. But now you can put them, as you have done on your website, and people can buy them because of this thing called e-commerce. It is so much different than the old days where if you were going to put them in a bookstore, you would lose whatever profit margin you had because that's another layer of the
1: process. Yes, and the bookstore has overhead costs and employees and everything. And I get that. And a lot of people say, well, I'm going to put my book on Amazon. And I say, well, that's fine. You do know Amazon takes 55%. What? What? I said, yeah, Amazon takes 55% of gross sales. So if, you got to, if you're selling your book for $20 on Amazon, you're not getting even 10 bucks back. You're getting maybe $9.20. And then you still have to package it up, mail it out yourself. You do usually add shipping and handling costs on your overall price. But, yeah, it's like you say, Jeff. And the fun part of doing a book, and you've done books too, is to actually be able to meet the public and – share stories and bump elbows you don't shake hands anymore now but that's the fun part and when we did Don Huff and I did the four book signings here in Waterloo and you came to one of them with us and it's, it's just so much fun to see people react to the product. Stars in Waterloo is loaded with photos probably 80 or 90 photos of when Gene Autry was here and Roy Rogers and uh, Joe Lewis and Sonny Liston and 13 presidents saying Eddie Rickenbacker, the number one flying ace of World War I was here, and Amelia Earhart, on and on and on. And people start saying, I didn't know this. Jeff, you know, that's the fun part. When somebody says, I had no idea. When we're talking
0: about the business of all of this, you did set up your own company so that you would have a way to handle the costs involved with the marketing and the production, and arguably you could take on other people's works if you wanted to. It was a small business that you had while you were doing other things. But it takes an awful lot to make the leap to start a small business, or in your case, this was not the phrase that was used then, but it is now. You apparently are a serial entrepreneur, which means you have multiple projects. You go from one project You start it, you get it up and running, then you hand it off to the next generation. That was the case with WIN, which stood for? Wrestling Insider News Magazine. So you started that, you shepherded it, you then handed it off to the next generation. The same with Iowa History Journal and, of course, the Dan Gable Museum National Wrestling Hall of Fame, which you founded in Newton and now lives in Waterloo. So for someone who's listening who says, I have ideas, I want to do things, but I'm just a little timid, I'm a little apprehensive. What does it take in your mind so that that individual crosses the line and actually does what it is they have a mind to do?
1: That's a great question, Jeff. I tell people who want to write a book, and being in a newspaper business for 35 years, I have all kinds of people come up to me. In fact, one of them came up to me, worked with me at the Gazette, and he says, I'm a better writer than you, Chapman, and I've never had a book published. And I said, yeah, you may be a better writer than me, but I have discipline, and I know how to follow my heart. Jeff, I say to people who want to write a book, there's two keys. You have to have the passion to do the research and know the subject, and you have to have the discipline to write the book. And I'm disciplined, I learned that from weightlifting. As you know, I'm a weightlifting nut, have been for 60 years, and wrestling background. I learned a lot from being around people like Dan Gable. It's okay to dream big, but you better know how to follow up or those dreams are just gonna slip away. So you have to have the passion and you have to have the discipline. And Jeff, there's one other key ingredient you have to have a certain tolerance for risk, and it can't be a risk that you've never calculated or looked at. You look at a project. Now, I know for a fact I couldn't have done Culture House Books or Wynn Magazine or Iowa History Journal without my wife, Beverly. She's the former vice president of a bank. She understands bookkeeping, P&L statements, all the record-keeping, that would have driven me bonkers. I'm a creative person. I'm not good at that kind of stuff. So we were the perfect team, and she took care of all the business ends, all the taxes, complying with state regulations. And, and honestly, if I hadn't married somebody like Bev, there's no way I would have done any of this. I might have written one or two books, but I certainly wouldn't have started three businesses. Well, actually four, I've started four businesses, and they're all still four in existence. But I also found out this about myself, Jeff. I'm a creator, not a maintainer. I'm full of ideas, and I get really excited about creating something. I've got 31 books at home sitting on my bookshelf that I created, and almost all of them are in the National Library in D.C. So they should be here as long as there's a United States of America. But I very seldom go back and look at any of those books, although the other day, I'd written a book about Achilles at the same time the movie Troy came out with Brad Pitt as Achilles in 2004. And I had a couple people try to buy them from me. They said on eBay they're selling for outrageous prices, $75 to 100 bucks. So I went back and read it. I thought, oh, I'll read a chapter here. And over two days I read the whole book. I thought, this is pretty interesting, Mike. And I wrote it 14 years ago. So I'm very good at starting something and giving it all I've got for a year. And then I just move on, Jeff. Mike Chapman of Culture
0: House Books. You can purchase copies of many of his books and DVDs by going to mike-chapman.com or to totallyiowa.com. The Iowa Association of Business and Industry is a supporter of the Iowa Business Report, radio program and podcast. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa with the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.